1: Now, when we read through the Gospel of John, it might seem like John uh, is trying to put John the Baptist. John the Apostle, who wrote the Gospel, is trying to put John the Baptist down, but that's not the case. He identifies that John the Baptist was sent by God. But what he wants to do is, is make sure that everybody understands what John the Baptist,
2: God-given role truly was. That's Pastor Leighton Sheely, and this is a broadcast called Study Verse by Verse, and I'm Mike Trout. Thanks for joining us on this Friday as we continue in the book of John. More information about Church of the Highlands, who sponsors this program, can be found on the website highlands.us. That's highlands.us. And as we start a new message today, Pastor Leighton begins with a bit of a review. I'd like to invite you
1: to turn in your Bibles to the Gospel of John, chapter 1. We've begun a study here on the fourth gospel, and we've been introduced to the Apostle John who wrote this gospel. He also wrote 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, and gave us the book of Revelation. He began his relationship with Jesus as a young man, and uh, probably in his 20s, and he is the only Apostle we know of who lived into his 80s or 90s and possibly a bit beyond that. He was probably in his 70s when he wrote this gospel and his wisdom and insight is evident throughout. When people come to us, they've just received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and we give them a Bible, they, they say, where should I start? And we always suggest for people to start in the gospel of John. And when possible, we also suggest, if somebody's not familiar with reading the Scriptures, that they choose a translation, a reputable translation, that's easy to read, like the New Living Translation. There's over 450 English translations of the Scriptures, and not all of them are good. But the New Living Translation is. Now, when we met last, we went through the first five verses. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And now the Apostle John introduces us to another man named John, whom we often refer to as John the Baptist. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. Now, we call him John the Baptist, but we probably should call him John the Baptizer because there's sometimes some confusion that results The Baptist denomination did not come into existence until around 1609 A.D. John the Baptist lived in the first century, so there was about 1,500 years that separated him from the foundation of the Baptist denomination. So uh, unlike some rumors, uh, John the Baptist was not the founder of the Baptist denomination. He says, There was a man sent from God. And this denotes his role as a herald of the coming Messiah. It was a divine commission that sent John the Baptist to this earth. Isaiah predicted him in several places, such as chapter 40. In the Old Testament, Prophet Malachi talked about an Elijah-like prophet that would come before the day of the Lord. John was the first prophet to appear in Israel for 400 years, and his bold confrontational preaching created a sensation. Mark 1.5 says, All the country of Judea was going out to him and all the people of Jerusalem, and they were being baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. He was to prepare the hearts of the people for the Messiah, and therefore he fearlessly confronted sin and called for repentance. In Matthew three one, it says, In those days, John the Baptist came, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He's saying repent. He's calling people to repent from their sins. What did Jesus come to save us from? Our sins. Sin's dominion and sin's destination. Sin's dominion in terms of sin's control of us in our living, and sin's destination in terms of hell. Now, the Baptist's ministry stirred up such excitement that even though he described his relationship with Jesus as, one, as Jesus being one who is mightier than I, and I'm not even fit to untie the thong of his sandals, Yet a cult of devoted followers grew up around him, and they became devoted to John instead of the Messiah that John was pointing to. In fact, some of his disciples had some jealousy towards Jesus. The story is told in John chapter 3. After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the Judean countryside, and he remained there with them and was baptizing. John was also baptizing at Anan near Salim because water was plentiful there and people were coming and being baptized, for John had not yet been put in prison. Now a discussion arose between some of John's disciples and a Jew over purification, and they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who is with you across the Jordan, to whom you bore witness, look, he is baptizing, and all are going to him. Now, because John was the first prophet from God in and, and more than 400 years, he received much attention. He was very well known. All of the political leaders knew about John the Baptist. The military leaders, the religious leaders, all of the common folks, everybody knew about John the Baptist. He was their top hit in their version of Twitter and Facebook, if you will. Everybody was talking about him. And John the Baptist declared, I must decrease... And he must increase. I'm not here to bring attention to myself, but rather to point people to Jesus. Now, when we read through the Gospel of John, it might seem like John uh, is trying to put John the Baptist. John the Apostle, who wrote the Gospel, is trying to put John the Baptist down, but that's not the case. He identifies that John the Baptist was sent by God. What he wants to do is, is make sure that everybody understands what John the Baptist God-given role truly was. Verse 7, he came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. Now, the word witness, both as a noun, materia, and as a verb, martyrio, is prominent in this gospel. It's the word from which we get the word martyr. And this theme of witnessing is basic uh, to John's gospel. It means to speak in uh, for the benefit of or in a person 's favor, as well as to reveal uh, a person who a person is, and this gospel is filled with witnesses for Jesus. Uh, John the Baptist is a witness the woman uh, Samaritan woman at the well is a witness. Jesus works his miracles are witnesses. The Old Testament is a witness. The crowds are a witness, God himself is a witness, as is the Holy Spirit, and so he names a number of witnesses the point that Jesus is who Jesus claims to be. Now, the word witness has two components. First off, there's the component of having a personal relationship or giving testimony to something that someone has personally uh, seen or experienced. And the second component is as to the element of importance or significance. This word was used to describe someone who was making a statement in court in the court of law. And so in this context, the writer is emphasizing the importance of John's testimony concerning Jesus. And so he chooses a word that uh, carries that weight. Now, the word testify is in the aorist tense, indicating a finished work. And what he's saying is, is he bore his witness to the word, and there was nothing else that John the Baptist could do. He did everything that he was called to do. Now, the bearing of witness was not an end in itself, it says, "...so that all should hear the message and believe," and that's a clause of purpose. The words, "...through him," indicate uh, a reference to John the Baptist, and the word believe is in the perfect tense, or the completed tense. It indicates that John's purpose was to bring people to a point where they evaluated the evidence and they made a final decision as to what they were going to do with Jesus, they would either accept him or they would reject him. Verse 8, he was not the light but came to bear witness about the light. Now this verse is, expresses in a negative form what was expressed in the previous verse in a positive form. You remember we talked about that last week, how often in John's writing he'll say something in a positive form and then he'll follow it up in a negative form for the purposes of emphasis. So he identifies John's limitations. He says that John was here to bear witness. That was the purpose for which God sent him. And those who don't understand that this was John the Baptist's purpose misunderstand John the Baptist altogether. He wrote, he was not the light, but came to testify about the light. Now, you might want to turn in your Bibles to chapter 5, verse 35, John 5, 35, because it might seem that... What John is saying here contradicts what Jesus says in John 5.35. But when we understand uh, the original language, we understand that that's not the case. Uh, I'll begin at verse 31. If I alone bear witness about myself, my testimony is not true. There's another who bears witness about me, and I know that the testimony that he bears about me is true. You sent to John, speaking of John the Baptist, and he is born witness to the truth. Not that the testimony that I receive is from man, but I say these things so that you might be saved. He was a burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice a while in his light. But the testimony I have is greater than that of John. For the works that the Father has given me to accomplish, the works, the very works that I am doing, bear witness about me that the Father has sent
2: me. Well, we'll stop right there on this Friday as we bring to a close another edition of Study Verse by Verse, a broadcast outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, on the web at highlands.us. This is a Monday through Friday program. I hope you can join us each day. Pastor Layton will continue in the Book of John on Monday. When you go to the website, highlands.us, you can find out about the Sunday services. Actually, they begin Saturday evening, go through Sunday morning, and again Sunday evening. You can also call us if you'd prefer. The number is 650-873-4095. I'm Mike Trout. Thank you for coming along today. Have a great weekend and be back on Monday when we'll once again open the Word of God to the book of John and study verse by verse.